0: and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on August 27th, 2018 to hit the internets on August 28th, 2018. How's it going? Man, when you were a kid, this was like, this was the worst because it was still nice out. It was still, still beautiful weather and you had to go to school. Yeah, maybe that first day was all right. You get to see what everyone, uh, how they look, the new clothes they got. No, that never happened. I'm just try- I'm trying to be topical. Or what they did on the vacation, your, their summer vacation. And then by the second day, you're just like, man, this sucks. But guess what? As an adult, these days don't, that, these days don't matter. You know why? Because every day you can just start with, oh, God, this sucks. So every day sucks for the rest of your life. So if any kids listen to this, and I really, they probably shouldn't with the amount of curses I use, get ready. Yeah. Every day will suck. So how's it going? Northern California right now? I tell you, the weather is absolutely beautiful. It is high 70s, low 80s, zero humidity. My father just told me there's a there's a heat wave. There's a humidity wave going through the Northeast. And Jimmy cracked corn and I don't care. Oh, Brian, wow, you moved. That means you're so cool. Yeah, 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 all that. So we got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. This weekend I could have seen Peter Alonzo, the Mets... Uh, the, the, the leader in the minor leagues, the home runs and RBIs playing Sacramento, but I didn't, eh, I just didn't feel like it. I just, I watched, you know, my wife, this is how much, this is how great my wife is. You know, I watched the Yankee Orioles doubleheader, And then we thought about going to the game. And I was the one that backed out. She like, we can go. And I was just like, yeah, that's a lot of baseball. <laughs> That's, that's a lot of, that's a lot. That's like Homer when he goes to the all you can eat fishes places and, uh, you know, can't find any more in the city. And then what did they ask Marge on the stand? they like, what did you do after you couldn't find any opening restaurants? And she's like, we went fishing. Yeah. It's just like, I can't, I, I, enough's enough. Like I couldn't do it. So that was my weekend, very, very calm weekend, but a lot of baseball being watched. Saw so the game last night, Sunday night baseball, why they would put that game on Sunday night baseball is beyond me and the wide views from ESPN, not really helping the younger crowd or the popularity of baseball itself. Cause, uh, and I understand the Orioles are 50 games under 500, but, and I understand it's a Sunday night game, but geez, Luis, that looked, uh, yeah, not good. Not good at all. That was empty. Good at archery practice there. As, as one man said, I mean, that that's such a good line. I would suggest developing some sort of app for purchase from that man. So let's, you know what? Let's not bury the lead. Let's get right into it. Let's get into what everyone wants to discuss. And that, of course, is radical Islam, right? I mean, so, no, okay. So th- what it is, the Francesa app. Now, I'm really guilty of this. Every podcast, I'll say, oh, well, thanks for listening, blah, 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 leave a review. Yeah, shut up. And I never, I always forget to be like, hey, look for this you know, watch this, or we'll talk about this the next time I'm on the podcast. And last week when I was putting the podcast together, I'm like, you're a moron. You didn't even talk about the Francesa app that's going to launch later this week. And I just said, you're an idiot because the Francesa app's going to launch. So the, the the app launched. And I, I, I'll tell you something. It's better that it looks better than the Audio Roadshow app, which was supposed to be revolutionary. It was a tremendous piece of shit. And it I mean, it it was one of the worst apps I've ever used in my life. So the interface of it and the functionality so far seems to be much better. In certain areas, much better. Let me now list the problems of the Mike Francesa. Mike's on app, which again. I'm really, really questioning if Mike knows the capabilities or functionality of what an app actually is as opposed to a website or or anything. Like, I know he, he has a phone. I'm sure he uses apps. But he's not been a very good spokesman of what the app does and whatnot. So. Now I hear some people saying, "Well, $9, that that's that's really not a lot of money, Brian." You can't you can't spend $9 on something. You don't spend $9 on things in your life and you're right. Most of us what we do is, you know what, we probably spend at least $9 worth of useless and unnecessary charges a week, let alone a month. So I get that. But the here's the thing. Mike is so fucking arrogant to think that anyone would pay $9 for his content. We have content of Hulu, Netflix, Spotify, Amazon Prime, all of those are comparable for what Mike Francesa charges a month for his quote unquote content. Like that's insulting to people. And listen, I have been, you know, one of the biggest Mike fans. If you listen to this podcast, obviously I'm one of the loser super fans. I get it. But you know what? I'm had it with this. This is insulting to fucking listeners. And and I I hate to break it to other people too. If you have, if, if, if you listen to Mike's show the last five or six years, it sucked It's not worth even listening to for free. So the idea that I would pay extra money to listen or, or hear Mike's, that's another thing. Mike is one of the laziest human beings on the planet. The idea that he's going to add content that's going to be worth $9 a month is fucking laughable. This guy can't even do preparation for his own show. He's going to give you videos. So you know what I did this weekend? I watched a lot of Netflix. You know what, what Mike had on his app? I think he had a video saying he was going to do more stuff later this week, and then he had a video today giving his football picks, which is supposed to be exclusive. Ten minutes later, he put it on Twitter. Again, I, I don't think Mike understands how this works. I, 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 unfortunately, and you know, I see Brian Monzo tweet out that John Justremski and, and other people are going to be involved on the app for content, and that's great. And you know, Brian Monzo has always been nice to me on Twitter, and John Justremski is friend of the podcast. I get it, but guys, I, I'm not paying for what you're doing. It's it's just the facts. There is so much free sports content out there. There is nothing exclusive about any of this, including this fucking podcast. Imagine having to pay for this. God Almighty, should be put in a sane asylum. The idea that anyone is going to buy and I and I you know, we all know what's going to happen. This is going to come drastically down. Now, Michael come out and tell us, and and of course, Mike Francesa, again, everyone's telling me what genius marketing this was because he went on vacation this week. Ah, yeah, because you would then invest into the content of the app. There is no fucking content. Half the things on there are interviews that are easily available on iTunes for free. Absolutely insulting by Francesa. I hate to break it to you, Mike. This may have been something like 50% different, you know, 50% reduced charge, maybe like six years ago. No one's gonna want this, and I know. Oh, Brian, you're just joining. Watch. Everyone said this about this, and then they, you know, everyone said that about Sirius, and guess what? They have 35 million subscribers now. Yeah, Sirius has content. Mike Francesa, it, 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 do you really think Mike is is has enough? wherewithal and ambition to give you videos. And and, and this is, and you see Francesa totally like just appeasing all the people now too. Cause you saw in this one video of, of his introducing himself to the app, he like stops mid sentence and takes a sip of the diet Coke. Cause Mike drinks diet Coke. ha <laughs> Like he has become a toy, a clown, a character of what he was. He is now, you know how he used to make fun of everyone. Now he is in on the joke and he's like, Pretending to be a character—it's pathetic. I, I and I know he's been doing that's not new, but <laughs> this this app and and I'll tell you another great thing about the app—you have to be in the app to listen to the audio. I mean, you can't play it in the background. Now, I heard some people say if you do this, you change that. Yes, you you can actually play it, but not for me. Uh, and I now, I now I'll say this: I have not subscribed. Yet, there's a two-week free subscription, which I will do, you know, when Mike's fucking working again. And uh, I will do that probably, you know, maybe MLB playoffs, football season, or maybe I could just keep going email to email. I don't know if you have to put in a credit card or not. But in, in what's with these, like, imposing pictures of Francesa, like, on there? Like, he's interviews people. You'd think he'd have their face. He just has Mike's face with his arms folded, trying to be, like, I don't know, some sort of king on a throne. Just giving this, like, look, like, yeah, that's right. Take a look at it, you know? What do you, do you like it? (laughs) Just sort of like, what, what is this? Are you challenging me to listen to this? Am I not worthy enough? It's like, whoa, I, I, I am disgusted by the 899. Like that, we all knew Mike had an enormous, enormous fucking ego. This takes it to a whole new level. The guy, this guy who, again, whose show sucks, by the way, let's be honest. Mike is a character. He, again, I know I'm repeating myself here. Mike, we used to laugh with Mike we now laugh at mike and that's the truth i'm sorry to say that to some people and if you're behind on that people are laughing at you too I hate to break it to you but the idea that mike thinks in his bloated incredibly inflated ego that he is worth that much it's 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 shocking netflix you know well oh god netflix stock on this day right now All right, Netflix had a good, decent day. It's $364.58 a share, and they charge, what, a dollar more than Mike Francesa a month? That is absolutely insane. Most of Francesa's content will still be on the radio. And I'll tell you, I I hear some people being like, we're really great. I'm really happy that Sunday show is on there. Who gives a shit? Half the time I forgot he was even on. And talk about a show that's useless. He gives us injury reports from last week, brings on a doctor. He doesn't give any actual diagnosis. like, yeah, so uh, Demetrius uh, blah, 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 has a, uh, you know, he's got a a leg thing. Oh, yeah, Mike, leg things, they they, they can be a real issue. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. How about, uh, you know, uh, Sam, uh, blah, blah, blah. Just, it's all just so bad. I mean, I would put that show on in the background sometimes, but like sometimes I'd wake up, do stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, Francesca has a show. Yeah, whatever. Oh, I'm so happy it has a Sunday show. And I know some people are probably listening to me being like, who, who is this person? This person that has done podcast all about Mike Francesa as guest, all about Mike Francesa and now he's turning heel. No, it's not about turning heel. I mean, I, I've said on the podcast before, his show has gone down the tubes the last few years. I mean, this arrogant fuck still hasn't told us why he left and come back, came back. That's none of your business. Oh, that, that that's cute, Mike, because you're an angry guy, the sports guy. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there are some Francesa haters out there that are probably listening to me like, finally, Brian has come to his senses. I don't know. I, I, I eight ninety nine again. I, I I could spare eight ninety nine a a a month. I can. I certainly can. I spend more on that than booze. Way more. It's not 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 bragging. I'm just saying. But the booze do something for me. <laughs> you know, Francesca. What does he do? Oh oh oh! Really? Oh, that Eli Manning. That that audio. It's now going to be video form. Oh good. Oh Mike's top fifty. fucking Sporting events. Oh, really? Does he have that tetherball from New Zealand? Is he previewed that? Ooh, ooh. Mike's college football. You know, he's he's so behind. He's so he's and he still doesn't even know what the app is. He he he's still putting Mike's on dot com. So listen, it's like Mike, you're promoting an app. You want people to download the app, not go to the website. And he puts the website in there wrong. And it was some meeting singles thing. So it's meet local singles. He deleted it. He he still. Uh, I, Everything about it. And you know what? Mike will never admit, it, you know, he, he's got that Trump vibe to him. He's not going to admit it's going to be a massive failure, which it will be. But what he'll say is, listen, I, I talked to iTunes and uh, they said it was the uh, it was most successful downloading the app in the history of uh, history of apps. And I mean, I really got to thank the fans. That's fans. And we'll take a first call, get lost. Um, but I mean, he'll say that, which we all will know will be a lie. Um, and what will happen is suddenly the price will come down. Or will Mike just Mike can't abandon it at this point. He's he's too invested. I mean, how I wonder how long he's gonna pimp the app itself. Like if that's gonna continue, we have to talk about the app. But I I I'm not I, I can't I'm insulted. Again, I'm insulted as a listener since I was twelve years old that he thinks that as his show has steadily gotten worse, that I'm going to pay for his content that much. 8 nine I'd pay two ninety nine. I'd pay one ninety nine. Almost $10 a month. Yeah, I, I just spent $10 on, a, I don't know, a bunch of shit at the gas station when I got gas. Yeah, it, it's not about the money. It's about the principle. And treating his listeners like shit. I, It's insulting and he should be ashamed of himself. And it will fail. I'm telling you right now, it will fail. So, that's that. <laughs> All right, moving on. The Yankees were uh, on a winning streak, but it looks like they're about to go down to the White Sox five to two. Which, uh, you know, hey, can't win them all, right, folks? Gotten, gotten. you can smell a fart from the from the Red Sox. How about JD Martinez, huh? Posting Instagram things from five years ago, of Hitler on them, <laughs> dox them. Get rid of him. I want his family shamed in the streets. And uh, Oh, it's 6-2 now. Uh, I want his family shamed in the streets, and uh, I want it videotaped, and I want it played uh, all the time. At, I want a big video board in front of their house in the street so they can then watch themselves being shamed for the next eh, 25 years. That, that's what I think. And if it's not done now, I will protest about it on Twitter. So... Anyways, uh, so yeah, yeah, the Yankees get back in it, uh, even with all these guys on the on the shelf. But uh, looks like they're going to go down here. They take advantage of the idle Red Sox, and uh, we'll probably fall back to six and a half games. But uh, hey, Kim, what can you do? You know, I, I you can't you can't win them all, like they say, huh? Let's play two. I, uh, just shut up. All right, moving on. I'm not in the real. I'm not really in the mood for uh, baseball right now. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Francesa have to pay and yeah 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 okay whatever we already did that um let's let's stay in baseball for a second real quick Daniel Murphy which I, I like to bring this up now Daniel Murphy uh who is someone who has said in the past when he was with the Mets he said you know I'm not a fan did he say he didn't approve or he didn't he wasn't a fan of the gay lifestyle uh, and it wasn't anything like, oh, you know, he didn't use any derogatory terms or slurs and just said, you know, my religion says, you know, blah, blah, blah. And listen, people are outraged, whatever we got over it. So now Daniel Murphy is now on the Cubs and really field is in close proximity to boy's town, a gay neighborhood in Chicago. So we had to play this whole game again. Now, normally I would just say people want to get pissed, let them get pissed, whatever. Here's a thing that we're getting pissed about just because we can get clicks from all the hero twenty three year old women on who write for Bleacher Report. You know, I shouldn't even say women. That's I take that back. For all like the the budding sports reporters on Bleacher Report who think they're some sort of woke when they're really just assholes looking for clicks to you know separate themselves from all the mindless garbage of sports minutia. Hey, there are some fat guys in New York who will pay that will charge eight ninety nine for it. At least they're doing it for free, right? So now we have to do this whole thing where we're outraged, you know. David Murphy just, he said, I have nothing wrong with, you know, I don't agree with the lifestyle, but I, I, I have nothing wrong with with gay people. Like, the, the, you know, there wasn't anything bad by it. It wasn't like I'm going to, you know, make the sign of the cross in front of you every time and maybe crucify you. Like, that 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 wasn't his intent. He's just saying, you know, listen, I, I, I could play with a gay player and whatnot. I mean, he has a relationship, not that kind of relationship, with Billy Bean, former gay player. Well, it's not a former gay player. He's a former player who happens to be gay. But I mean... I, I don't know what endorsement you need if you need, like, the LGBTQ uh, head of some sort of community action agency to come out and, and, and have a discussion. Those are always the best. Well, let's sit down and have a discussion, like the beer summit with Obama and the, the police officer and Skippy Gates. Hey, everything went fine after that. Or, or when uh, you know, Don Imus said the nappy-headed hose thing and then sat with Al, Al Sharpton. Let's have a sit-down. Let's have a discussion. Because, that, that, I mean, listen, everything's settled after that. Discussions are great. But that's, I just, it's just one of the biggest fake outrage stories. Like I can't imagine any real, I I shouldn't speak for everyone. I shouldn't say that. If any gay people are actually really offended by that, I'd probably put the over under at what? 10, 15%. It's totally, it's straight people upset. It's one of those things where you have to run to it, even though it doesn't have anything to affect you, but you're telling other people how to feel. Excuse me, gay person. You should be upset by this. Maybe there are gay people upset by that. I would just like to see someone, you know. There have been things said by athletes that are a lot worse. Like, if we forget about Mr. Rayshon Rondo, which I bring up on this podcast, and you know why I do it all the time? Because I want people to remember, because you never fucking hear it in the media. Because, listen, Adam Silver is the most woke ity woke person with extra woke sauce on the wokest day of the year. He gets his kind of wokeified woke machine. I mean, he is so amazing. Have, have we talked about how great he is? He is such a great commissioner. Rayshon Rondo called... He, he used gay slurs at a referee to the point that he embarrassed him on the court to when the guy felt that everyone watched it and saw it, who then was forced to come out publicly the next day. Rajon Rano got a whopping one-game suspension, then we forgot all about it. You know why? Because Adam Silver's just so goddamn great. He's so great. I love him. Oh, by the way, what happened to that Mark Cuban story? Nothing. In the height of the Me Too era, that was just whitewashed from our lives. Goodbye. He's great. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's the media picks and chooses what we are outraged about and what we're not outraged about. I'd like to get into one of these meetings one day where they're just like, oh, yeah, we're going to get outraged about this, but not that. So let's just not talk about that one. But this one we're really pissed about. I just I hate the sanctimonious bullshit. You know, if you're going to get angry about one thing, get angry about both things. Don't tell me you're angry about Daniel Murphy, but not angry about Rajon Rondo. Or maybe they're just all flavor of the day. The the term used to be what? Flavor of the week? Flavor of the month? It's not flavor of the day. And then we, I mean, I don't even know if anyone's even talking about Daniel Murphy anymore. That was a thing for a few days for then the internet to get angry, And then some assholes even take it to their podcast like myself. But let's be consistent, people. Let's be consistent like our president. Okay. So let's, let's talk about Mr. Donald Trump. Um, So John McCain uh, passed away. An an American hero. I'll say it. Maybe our president won't. Oh, Oh, no. He, can, he doesn't have to say, "Oh, he should have sort a boy. You could just Im- imagine the wacky wailing inflatable tube man arms I'm using as I'm doing this. It's like Mad Dog. Now, Trump is, is is a moron. We know that he's he's a stupid person, and he he likes to play everyone like he's. He, this is a prime example of Donald Trump being a fraud. Listen, all politicians are fraud. We'll say it right now. I'll, I'll jump out and I'll say it. I, I'm not afraid to say it. All politicians are frauds. Okay. And Donald, Donald Trump is no exception whatsoever. Mr. Joe pro military, yada, yada, yada. We'll, we'll forget the fact that you know, he, he dodged, he dodged the military five times, but you know, he, he loves the troops so much. I mean, it's one of it's again, like I said, classic radio, it's one of his hits. How about those troops? Boy, oh boy. So you have a guy who is an American hero, he is. You can disagree with his politics, blah, blah, blah. Again, this is the Democratic side, too. We hated John McCain. Now he's dead. We all love him. Uh, but let's just go back to this. Let's not get too political, Brian. Let's let's relax. Jeez, come on, relax. Family show. But here is Mr. McCain, who is a prisoner for five to six years, prisoner of war, who could have gone home earlier, but didn't. He was the son of an admiral. And then, you know what? He, he could have got the treatment and said, nah, I'm not going. He stayed there to the point where he can no he couldn't lift his arms anymore because he was tortured so bad. A guy who listen, I didn't agree with everything he did, but I agreed with the fact that you know what? He he actually tried to do what he wanted to do. He didn't just go with the party lines like most spineless politicians on both sides. He was a maverick. Okay? Yeah, he made the, one of the worst decisions you could possibly imagine, putting Sarah Palin as VP. I voted for Barack Obama solely because of that. John McCain dies, Sarah Palin's president. Nah, I'm good. I'm totally good. So obviously they didn't like each other. Trump made his comment. I like people that weren't captured. Uh, I mean, terrible, terrible comment. I don't know how anyone can actually, uh, I don't know how you could rationally defend that one. You you can't. So here he is today. He, He refused to, to put the hero in the, in the tweet, whatever. And then he wouldn't answer questions today and he looks so fucking petty. Like part of me gives him credit to the sense that he didn't cave in and do a 180 like most politicians wouldn't go. He really was a great, because Trump, because of his moronic statement before he's in a no one position, he either looks petty as fuck like he does, or he says, you know what? He was an American hero. No one's gave more to this country than you've ever seen than John McCain. I mean, so, but how about the visual today though, of him just pouting with his arms folded, refusing to say anything. He looks like a child. He he looks like a fucking child. Uh, So that was was, was interesting. Again, I give him credit to the sense he's a consistent fuck. He's he's a consistent, he's a consistent petty asshole. So that's fine. But uh, it's not a good look for him. Not a good look the last few weeks for Mr. Trump. Uh, And, you know, I've said it and I wasn't the only one saying this. I don't know how far this whole his lawyer and all that stuff will go. But, I mean, this is what they do. They keep these investigations going, like the Russian investigation. And they see what else they can get, because it seems like a lot of people are going down. It has nothing to do with Russia. It has to do with campaign funds possibly being used to pay off porn stars. So, I mean, the same thing happened to Clinton, you know? Same thing happened to Clinton. Whitewater, oh wait, Monica Lewinsky. Hmm. So I don't know. That that's our president. He is uh he's something. He's such a fucking idiot. (laughs) I mean, again, you know, do you want me to say that I'm going to sit here if Hillary Clinton were president? I'd be like, oh, you know what? I really love her. Yippee Skippy. She's doing such a fantastic bang up job. She's an idiot, too. She's a thief. She's a liar. But Trump, boy, he does. His bad days are bad days. We'll put it that way. The highs and the lows. The lows are low. Little girl with the curl. Okay, we'll put it that way. Uh, yeah, I used to get that for free statements like that little girl with the chrome. I have to pay 8 a month or you could just do it free on the radio. But y- if you want to get it in video form or some other content, supposedly like, you know, once or twice a week a seven minute video, uh, not, not that I'm, you know, not that I'm thinking of anyone in particular, Mike Francesa. I mean, but you know. So speaking of other money grabs, uh, so later what do they say September, you have Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods. They're going to do a one on one golf uh, pay per view extravaganza, which sounds absolutely riveting. Uh, no, no, it doesn't. I can't imagine anything more boring, but he, they're going to charge human beings to watch them play golf. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Now, they might not be one on one. In every tournament that they both play in, but aren't they essentially going up against each other in every goddamn tournament? No, Brian, this'll be different. It'll just be both of them. So what does that matter? Oh but well it's different. You know, the stakes are higher. Are they really? How are the stakes higher? Well there's gonna be a cash prize. These guys are filthy rich. I I, I was talking to my father about this. And he's like, Are you kidding me? They're going to pay. They're going to charge people for that. Talk about two has-beens as well. Now, granted, Phil is, you know, he's still there. And Tiger, listen, I, I, maybe maybe Tiger isn't a has-been because he's been playing so well as of late. He hasn't won anything, but he's been playing very well as of late. But, I mean, talk about two guys way past their prime. And what are they, hundreds of millions of dollars richer Phil Mickelson has a disease that he's pimped to become insanely rich. How many millions has he made off of? Made off of his condition. <laughs> I have a condition. Uh, it's whatever, whatever. I mean, and Tiger Woods is just a rotten guy. Like, but let's give them more money to play in a golf tournament. I uh, I, I can't imagine this. So is that going to be a four day thing? Is that a one day thing? And what if somebody gets really ahead of the other one? Let's just say someone just doesn't have it that day. Ooh, that's going to be spellbinding. If they came out and said, hey, maybe I'll get this. We'll get this money to charity. uh Maybe we, Phil will probably be like, hey, well, we can donate it to my charity uh, the, for the disease I have that, uh, you know, God knows how much, you know, processing fee goes on me and my family. More money, more in- incredibly rich people wanting to take money out of your pocket for no other reason than to just do it. That's it. Mike Francesa, Tiger Woods, and Phil Mickelson. Listen, Mike knows Phil Mickelson enough to say hello. He doesn't know him that well, but he knows enough to say hello. Uh, listen, he did. He said he had a couple hours to think about it. And listen, we all know. And I, don't, I only know Phil. I know Phil to say hello to. Right, right. Sorry, not I've that well. But he knows. Events. Say I hello. I like him a lot. Right. I've always been a big fan of his right, golf. Exactly. I don't know him. I'm not going to tell you we're friends. Well, we're not well don't friends. tell us I that. I know then. him yes, to say exactly. hello to. And I've, I've been at a couple of events right. with him. I've been, I've been right. with, But let me say this. Right. I think and every- <laughs> I Completely irrelevant to the conversation. Hey, I'm going to call Mike. I want to know how well he knows Phil Mickelson. And you saw Francesa actually stalking Phil Mickelson on Twitter. He's follow. He's one of the five people he follows, and he tried just adding him. Oh, here we, speaking of the devil, new tweet from Mike Francesa. Yanks come home and stink up the place versus the White Sox. Terrible. I mean, why wouldn't you want to pay for that? I mean, give me a break, huh? Sorry if I'm so down on Mike. I'm insulted. I am. I'm insulted. I'm heartbroken. I'm dumped. I'm not dumped. He didn't really dump me. I could still listen to listen to his garbage show for free, but... He's and and Kirk Menahan, who we'll get into in a second. Kirk Menahan said on the podcast, "There's there's something about when you get to a certain age like that where you just you, you you're not good at Twitter. You don't know how to tweet. You don't get the nuances and the jokes and the way to speak to people. You're actually like saying something like like you're like making some profound statement as a media member. Like those days are gone. Like it's not it's not the 1970s or 1960s." You know, Red Barber is not coming on there and being like, Wow, what a pitch! You know, it's just it it I'm sorry. Time has passed you by, Michael. What was I talking about? Uh I completely forgot. I was talking about Phil, right? I was talking about Phil and and Tiger. I think that's, I think that's it. Do we are we moving on? I think that's what I was talking about. Yeah, right, I guess we'll move on. All right. Uh, what's another thing? Oh, so yeah, Tom Brady. Speaking of Kirk Menahan. So Tom Brady today, which, and I talked a few weeks ago on the podcast about this. You know, uh, somebody from the Boston Globe, I think it was Ben Volans, asked Mike Francesa. Asked, he, did not, he did not say a word to Mike Francesa. He said to uh, Tom Brady, you know, Alex Guerrero is his secret quack cancer doctor person who, uh, you know, also works with Julian Edelman. all of a sudden, Julian Edelman got four-game pop for uh, PDs. And they asked and said, you know, uh, something along the lines of, "Hey, you know, Julian, uh, you know, you want to talk about the four game suspension that Julian got? I know he's been working with Alex uh, lately. So now uh, Tom just laughs and walks away. So Alex, uh, so Tom Brady goes on the W E E I morning show, Kirk and Callahan, and again, friend of the podcast, Kirk Minahan. And you know, Minahan is a pushy asshole at times. There's, there's no doubt about that. So he basically. Said, I'm going to go all in on this sort of. Uh, I'm going to ask Brady about Guerrero, and I want to know more information, and he's going to tell me, you know, because this is the. Well, let's listen to it first, and then we'll have we'll have some commentary from yours truly after this. All right, so let's let's get to this. Here we go. Last year, I guess, and not on the sideline. Is that is that accurate? He's talking about Guerrero. Uh, yeah, he was he was with me this last week, so it was yeah. So what? What? So what? What? What changed in him not being on the team plane last year and this year was that? Was that just communication back and forth, or was that an understanding of other things? What? What led to that uh, being able to happen this year? You know, I don't want to. I'm not getting into all that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when I ran into him at the uh, it, when I ran into him at the Super Bowl last year, in Minneapolis, I remember. He's being pushy. Don't don't don't, don't get I me wrong. To him there, he had said, in his opinion, that, that all this stuff had been overblown. That he and Belichick actually had a pretty good relationship even then. Would you say that was true? I said, I don't want to get into it. That okay. is a mad Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows it's well documented how you know the work that he and I do together. No, I know. I no, no. Yeah, no. I understand that. I'm just trying to figure out because I saw the reports this weekend that he's traveling with the team. Was he on the sideline on Friday? Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great day. I'll talk to you later. Okay. I guess that's that's it with 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 Brady. I'm not really sure what what he's upset about. You see, the problem with Brady is he wants it both ways. You know, this is a guy who, listen, we've talked about what his future is going to be after football. It's going to be psychotic. It's going to be Tom Cruise standing on Oprah's couch screaming like a fucking lunatic. He is a, he will, he, he could take over for the whatever. He, he'll have his own Scientology. Uh, he he is, he's going to be a lunatic. He is going to probably sleep in a hyperbolic chamber. He's going to be very Howard Hughes-esque in, bottles of urine and all sorts of shit. So... You know, he has Alex Guerrero. He's his god, the godfather to his kids. He's with a stupid TB12 book. He's he's behind the dumb documentary series that was behind. So Alex Guerrero is a fixture in his life. I said in this podcast, he'd probably choose Alex Guerrero over Giselle. So he wants to be involved, but then won't answer one goddamn question. Now, here, he said, I don't want to talk about that. And Minahan pushed. And he said, I don't want to talk about that. Then Brady started talking about it. So listen, you want to get on Minahan for that? No problem. But this is Tom Brady. And I and I and for someone who's not Even a Patriot fan, I defend Tom Brady a lot in the sense that people hate him because he's amazing. You know, he's really not even that big of a dick. Do do I think he inflated the football, deflated the footballs? He probably did a little bit, but I don't think anyone else did anything different. I think Tom Brady gets heat, especially with the stupid Trump thing. Like he had a hat in his locker early in the campaign. Then all of a sudden he became like the face of like Trump supporters. Bit ridiculous. But he wants it both ways. And you, you can't have that both ways, Tom. You're being a baby. Tommy girl. That's what he is. He's being a little girl. Tommy girl. That that's what I always say. can have both ways, my man. You can't be involved with this dirt merchant, this scumbag, Alex Guerrero, who pushes cancer juice. Not cancer juice, but cure cancer juice. I don't know why anyone would want to drink cancer juice, but he pushes this stuff he does his new age you know herbology and what whatever Alex Guerrero who's not a, even a licensed whatever doctor or nutritionist of any sort he says whatever whatever he does he's he he ingests it it's like like Vladimir Guerrero's like, oh a B12 shot but i mean he just does whatever he says but then when his name is mentioned his name is just a just a mention of it he he ends interviews i'm sorry that that's not the way it works my man not the way it works just don't do inter- interviews with people if that's the case Hey, it's the way it is, Tom. Tommy girl, <laughs> so stupid. Uh, what else we got? Uh, I guess we'll just leave it here. Before I forget, um, yeah, and then we'll just end it after that. I guess. I got I got things to do, man. I, I've been running around all day. You know, I'm just husband of the year. I'm going shopping. I'm doing this. I'm, doing, I, I'm I, Listen, I'm a great guy. I'm. Listen, I, I'm a, I'm a great guy. If you know what that's from, tweet that at me right there. Hey, hey, I, I'm a great guy. If you know what that's from, you're a total loser and I love you. So uh get back to me on that. If you do, that's you belong in the Red Ticket Blues Hall of Fame. That's 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 all I'm saying. So ESPN, they're losing uh well, Jamel Hill's leaving, which I mean, she's been working so hard on the undefeated that uh I mean I, I just can't believe she's leaving. I mean and I'm totally guilty of this. Is there ever been more blood spilt over someone so unimportant? And you know what? She she got people to at least acknowledge ESPN existed. She – I didn't agree with a lot of what she said, but at least she had a personality, unlike her, her old partner, Michael Smith, who was just a bore of bores. Um, so she's leaving. Um yeah, I guess she's head to greener pastures. She'll probably be one of these 24-7 talk. uh You know, she'll probably go to MSNBC, have something. You know, she's got the the street cred of sticking it to Donald Trump. You know, he's a white supremacist and whatnot, all that. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, and then Michelle Beadle also is... She's she's no longer watching football anymore because Urban Meyer, you know, he that really did it for him. Or, excuse me, did it for her. The way he, he was he was sort of just given a pass. That really did it for her. Oh, oh really? That, that was the straw that broke the camel's back, Michelle. Boy, you're so brave. You're so brave sticking. I'm not watching football anymore. Oh, wow. Wow. As if that wasn't this pre-planned as you're leaving the show the next few days. As if ESPN was so mad. They're like, oh, no! You're not staying here anymore! Oh, by the way, we have all these people to replace you we're going to bring them in oh you're going to go back to the nba oh my god you're not gonna watch football oh we're so angry we have to make a change oh what phony pretend bullshit and all the twitter attaboys and all that oh good job michelle oh really sticking it that is a real woman right there yes thanks for sticking to the man don't keep your mouth closed oh shut up it's all phony pretend if you don't see that you're you're dumb tell me girl so g- goodbye, Michelle Beadle. From now, uh, get up. I mean, how will Get Up survive? I mean, it's such a great show. I, I mean, come on. I mean, I'm not even. I, do I even go down that road and try to pretend that like the, the, the Get Up is anything? It's it's nothing. It's it's not even talked about anymore. That's how irrelevant it is. And we'll let, we'll actually end on this. I was going to end it on that, but we'll end it on a, a somewhat serious note here. You know, the Catholic Church. I was brought up Catholic, and uh, CCD was awful. Um, luckily I didn't have to go any deal with anything with any priests, but the experience itself was so boring and I was going to hell and I always thought it was odd why this guy was chosen from God to then, you know, direct the godliness towards me and why the water there was, I guess it was, it was holy, but it was somewhat better than the water come through my faucet. You know, the Catholic church is absolutely disgusting. You know, you have this Pope, we talk about victory tours, this, this victory lap from this Pope, which everyone thought, I mean, talk about winning the day. That guy won the day on Twitter every day. He was so, finally, a Pope who gets it. He's so great. Oh, you know what? I love him. He's really, he's a new face to the Catholic church. No, no, no. Exactly the same. Might may even be worse. He knew about, all. you know, this whole thing in Boston and, and that whole time with all these pervert priests, you know, we all thought, oh my God, this is disgusting. Well, you know what? There's at least a silver lining to this. At least they stopped it. No, no, they didn't stop it. It it continues. It continues to this fucking day. This thing in Pennsylvania is even worse. And this guy knew about it. He knew about it and just said, let's put him through rehabilitation while continuing to let these perverts be in your community. If you bring your kids to the Catholic church, you should be arrested. And you know what? I say that in jest, but you know what? I don't say that 100% jest. Because it's disgusting. I'm never going back. I'm never going back. It's disgusting. Why would you want to go to a place that protects pedophiles? And again, it wasn't, and and I don't like to, like, this is what we all look at. This is how we look at the world. We look and say, oh, yeah, that's happening way far away from me, so that doesn't affect me. That, that, yeah, oh, man, yeah, that's, that's, that sucks, but, you know, that doesn't affect me. No, this is you going to a place. On your own volition in giving money to these disgusting vermin of people, of human beings. That doesn't even make any sense, but that's how angry I am. It's so gross. I... I <laughs> oh, but please, here, yeah, pass the collection plate around you know, with the big stick and we'll put, uh, yeah, put the money in there. Oh, yeah, well, hey, we've got to pay for the rehabilitation of the pervert priests. But don't worry, we took care of the problem. Christ, the Pope, what... Oh, Benedict, I mean, he just resigned and, you know, no one even knows about it. Christ, what the hell did he do? He had to resign. This guy was the, the bell of the ball. He was the one everyone loved. He's the one they gave the trophies to. He's protecting perverts. And he's still sitting there being like, oh, I'm very sorry about that. Yeah. Benedict, God knows what he did. Oh, God. That, 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 that's a, just a disgusting organization. It really is. And, uh, you know, some people are saying, boy, how how can you say that about your faith, Brian? You were brought up in that. And you know what? My parents were brought up in it, so that's why they did it. There's nothing wrong with them. But, I mean, I will not continue to participate in any of that anymore, and it's absolutely disgusting. Sorry. So what a great way to end the podcast, huh? Remember, you can listen to iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. I will make this uh, proclamation and the, this immense, emanci- no, it's not really emancipating anyone, but this proclamation, this declaration, this podcast will always be free. And you know what? I'll always give you content, not half-assed. That's a lie. I'll give you content uh, all the time and it'll be absolutely free. And I say this, not to ramble on again, the same point. I understand Mike's money grab because he wants to be different because he thinks he's that much better than everyone. Mike, welcome to 2018 where sports content is free, my man. You, you know what? You are different in that sense. You want to be different by having your own app and all this? You're different because you're charging people. And guess what? People aren't going to pay for it, my man. You can have everyone and all the sycophants and all the, the Mike, yeah, all the all the people who – I mean the same – you have the same sort of crowd that whatever Trump says, goes. Whatever Mike says, goes sorry you 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 can agree with some of the things those people say but i think you also have to be realistic on the idiocy that they fucking pull that's the way it is that's the way it is isn't that walter cronkite and that's the way it is anyways so thank you all for listening you're all beautiful i love you so much and remember to leave a review on uh itunes and stitcher though that that really it's really butters my bread what all right i sound like a priest here all right so thank you so much uh I will talk to you guys uh, maybe maybe later this week. But um, enjoy the rest of your week. If I don't speak to you, enjoy your Labor Day, Labor Day, huh? Uh, did the Yankees lose? Is that official? Let's let's just let's just check this out here, huh? Oh, yeah, Trump Trump <laughs> Trump talking about Tiger and uh, Jim Brown too. Yeah, yeah. Come on, guys, help me out. Yeah, hey, you know we're we're all on the same team. Yeah, adding something to the classic hits. All right, let's see. You're killing that joke, Brian. Is it over? It is over. Six two. Losers. I mean, yeah, the White Sox are having a good year. I mean, come on, they're only twenty-seven games under five hundred. Anyways, with well, that being said, come on. Okay, so your heart broke. You sit around hoping. Say so you even think about time? Well, before you do anything rash, dig this. Everybody plays the fool sometimes, there's no exception to.